So I'm not watching uh, Fox News, but I'm here, I'll be honest. Not watching any TV since I've been here. Gabriel at breakfast fills me in on the Knicks and any NFL news I need to know. Otherwise, I really get most of my stuff from Instagram, and a lot of it comes from Judge Janine. I like to watch her Instagram account. She posts stuff from the five. Sometimes it'll be uh, Greg Gutfeld. What does that say, uh, Alec? I mean, she's on hold. She's right. there. Sometimes it'll be Gutfeld, who's not my favorite, but he's fine. Uh, but most of the time, uh, I watch her. So, for example, a couple days ago, I love this, two Navy SEALs lost, three soldiers killed, I don't love the content, obviously, and 25 injured in a drone attack in Jordan on our troops, all because of Biden. So as I walk the streets, as I have since Sunday, here in Jerusalem, gone to places like Kush Etzion yesterday, been everywhere, Ephrat, Bethlehem, today the old city of Jerusalem, and heading south on Friday down to Gaza, where all these atrocities took place on October the 7th, and I look around, and I see the future of this country. And I've said, all because of Biden, about ten times in the last couple of days, the damage, the damage this inept old fool has caused in our country and around the world is like no other president in history. I don't want to hear about Jimmy Carter. I don't care about somebody that Bill O'Reilly brings up from 100 years ago. No one comes close. This man, his administration, is getting people killed, and Americans now, but people killed all over the world. With that said, she is the star of the Five on Fox News does a great show here every Sunday morning, and loving her with Sid and Friends every Wednesday, my dear friend, Judge Janine Pirro. Judge, good morning. How are you? I'm terrific, but i got to tell you, you know, it, it, first of all, I, I'm glad that you're safe, and I'm glad that you're there, you. and that you're able to tell us what is going on uh, in, in, in Israel. But, you know, it's sad, Sid. None of us want to call the commander-in-chief an old fool. None of us want to do what you and I and so many have done. Uh, but the truth is, he is putting us all at risk. He is putting America on the uh, international stage as a weak, feckless uh, country. And, you know, you see firsthand, you know, the consequences of what's going on in Israel. Americans sometimes don't see it all. But yesterday on The Five, I talked about the fact that there have been 160 attacks on, uh, on Americans and uh, in, in, Israel, in uh, Iraq and Syria, now Jordan. Three dead military people, two SEALs dead, one contractor dead. Uh, we've got at least 40 injured in the Jordan assault. And then we've got, I understand, 60 or 80 injured from the, uh, from the attacks on Iraq and Syria. Do you know how many times we've responded to 160 attacks? Five. Ten. Ten, yeah. Ten. Yeah, yeah. Okay, ten times, and they've been attacked at warehouses and empty garages. The man is dangerous, and it, it, we've seen it throughout history, and I'm not going to talk about history. But I worry, and uh, the 2024 election cannot come soon enough because there's too much at stake right now. Oh, it's there's just, no question. No, there's, and, yet, and yet, with everything you just said, and I've got a sister, and I, I'm not going to mention her name anymore. It's not bad of her because I love her. I love her a lot. She's my oldest sister. She can't wait to vote for Biden. She's like, why are you blaming Biden for all this and not blaming Biden? She hates Trump so much 
For what stupid reason, I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. But she will say things like, why is that Biden's fault? What did Biden do wrong? Why are you blaming Biden? They can't wait to vote. This guy, even if his approval rating is 35%, which is awful, what 35% of people think he's doing a good job? Where? Not domestic, not around the world. Where is he doing a good job? He's not doing a good job anywhere. The only good job he's doing is with his son collecting money for the Biden crime family. I'm sorry. I didn't want to go there this morning. The issues are too important to be name-calling. But at the same time, you have to identify problems. Look, this morning in New York City, two police officers were attacked in Times Square by a group of illegals, okay? They're attacked by a group of illegals who take them down, kick them in the head. Both cops are on the ground. They're arrested, ultimately taken in, and then released. Not only should they not be released, they should be deported immediately. This is all on Joe Biden. And I, there's a family member, not a close family member, but who says to me, Congress has to do something. It's a bull. Congress doesn't have to do anything. Biden has to enforce the law. And they say, well, he needs Congress. I said, let me ask you a question. Every time Joe Biden made a decision to cancel student debt because his numbers suck when it comes to young people, mm-hmm. and yep. the Supreme Court comes down and they say, you can't do that, he considers another executive action to cancel student debt. You can't close the border. You can't arrest these people. You can't turn them back. You can't put and remain in Mexico. This is where upwards of 10 million people by Joe Biden, the schools, the hospitals, we can't take it. They're talking about Venezuelans who they're emptying out the jails. I believe it. You know, that's why, and I don't want to take you there, but but you're so good, uh, Judge. Uh, But that's why when I heard this morning here in Israel, because, again, I'm, I'm really captivated as to what's going on here. There's a lot going on. You wouldn't know it. People go about their business every day. They're the most courageous, most patriotic people in the world. There's nothing even close. I mean, the sense of entitlement for Americans is grotesque compared to these people. But but uh, looking at this morning's news and hearing that the House is uh, is moving closer and closer in their impeachment efforts for Mayorkas, look, Fantastic. Mayorkas, along with Biden and Harris, you talk about derelict of duty. He is the the picture of it. But the truth is, the truth is, it's Biden. It's not Mayorkas. It's not Harris. Mayorkas goes by Biden's rules. He's the coach. He's the guy. So you can take down Mayorkas. That's great. But what good is it if Biden is still allowed to operate? Well, you have to. You have to. I, I think if only for history. Because this is a total change. Because I've always said, Sid, when is enough immigrants enough? When will the Democrats say we've got enough? Okay? And I think if they think that they have enough to change an election, then it's enough. And then at the end, when they've got enough people in, they say to the Republicans, oh, help us, let, help us, let's pass a bill and fix this. You know, it, it's like somebody creates a problem. It's all their fault, and then they want you to help them while they've been blaming you for the problem. But you have to help them. I'm not so sure about any of that. The problem is Ukraine and Israel are tied to it. I don't know why. Where's Kevin McCarthy when we need him? What are we doing with this guy, Mike Johnson? I'm sorry. He seems like a good guy. But cut the crap. You took out you took out Kevin McCarthy. You took out Jim Jordan. You didn't want him. Steve Scalise, you didn't want him. Where are we with this? We've got a border, and you know what the deal is? 5000 a day. You know how many that is a year? $1.8 million a year, if you can count. 
Okay, I don't want 1.8 million of them here. I don't want them flooding the schools, closing down hospitals like they are in, in, uh, in, in Nevada. And the crime and the housing, the economy, the health care, we cannot handle this. And you know what? They've got to start sending the illegals to the swing states. Don't send them anywhere now but the swing states so they see front and center. In Chicago, the, the, the African-American suing the African-American mayor because they're taking away the park for the underprivileged black children to give them to illegals. Why? What is the mentality behind that? Stupid. Well, but anyway, well you me mentioned. Ask you. Yeah. yeah, you want to ask me something? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I want to ask you, um, in terms of, of the hostages, how are people feeling in Israel right now? Do they think that they're alive? Uh, are they fearful? Are they demanding anything? Well, it's funny you would mention that, Janine, because just yesterday on this show in the same JNS studios in Jerusalem, I had the unbelievable opportunity, there she is, to, uh, to sit face-to-face with Rachel Goldberg. And Rachel yeah. Goldberg's son, Hirsch, is one of the more well-known hostages being held and has been held since October the 7th. You know the story. Uh, according to his mom, Rachel, he was in a bomb shelter. They threw a grenade inside the bomb shelter. His arm was blown off from his elbow oh, right, down. She's got right. video. Yeah, she's got video of, of his bone fragments hanging out of his elbow, wrapping oh his God. shirt as a tourniquet being thrown into the back of a oh. truck on his way to Gaza. And, of course, earlier that morning before that incident, he texted his mom and said, I love you, and I'm sorry because he knew full well what was about to happen. Now, she sat here for 30 minutes, a Chicago woman, by the way, you talk about Chicago, and, and she swore to me that along with her daughters and her husband, she believes in her heart of hearts that he's alive. And she yeah, left, and I, I said that. to Justin, I, I said, her. yeah, I mean, if, if I'm his mother or father, I'm going to say the same thing. All I can say is this. Every couple of blocks, wherever you walk in Israel, and it starts right there when you get off the plane in Tel Aviv, there are posters of all these people from little babies to beautiful young women to elderly people. And I don't know. I haven't taken a big enough sample to find out if most folks think they're okay, they're dead. I don't know. Uh, but there's no feeling of despair because here in Israel, they're great optimists. They believe the story will end well. So without taking a real official poll to answer your question, wow. my guess is wow. they think they're coming home. Oh, God bless them. I hope that they do. We don't even know if they're alive. Right. Um, what about Netanyahu? What is the feeling about him there? He's gone. I mean, I, I spoke yeah. to people that have been, I mean, really rabid Netanyahu fans. Like you and I with Trump right yeah. now. I mean, you and Trump. I am. Yes. Right. I am yes. a Netanyahu and, fan. They are very disappointed and angry, disappointed and angry that um, he fell asleep at the switch, and what happened October the 7th, they'll never forgive him for. Now, look, they know he's the right guy for the war. They know that yeah. to win this, he's the guy they need. But regardless of what happens the rest of the way, even in Israel win, the overwhelming majority of folks I speak to on the street want him out. Interesting. Wow. Wow. Sad commentary for a guy who's done so much. You know, um, but 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 coming back to what's going on in the United States, do, do the people in Israel think that we're doing enough, or do they think we're tying their hands? It's both. And what you know that you know this already, but people have to understand is a lot of folks have said to me, "Look, we don't have a choice. 
we have to say nice things about Joe Biden and this administration yes. because we need them. We need the money. We Money most. We need the money. We need the support. We need the weaponry down the road. So we have no choice. We can't turn our backs and say bad things about Biden. But when I get him alone and say, but how do you really feel? They go, we can't stand him. We miss Trump. Trump loved this country. Oh, he moved yeah. the embassy to Jerusalem. He yeah. recognized the yeah. goal. So they don't like Biden, but they'll never admit it publicly because they need him. But they understand that by Biden allowing Iran to sell oil on the open market, that he is literally funding terrorism. They get that, right? They all understand it. They all get it. He's not fooling anybody. He's playing on both teams. Like Michael Goodwin said last week, he's right. Joe Biden is literally playing on both teams. Israelis are very smart, very, very smarter than us back in America. Most of us are morons. Not you, not me, but most Americans are morons. These people, they are smart people, man. They carry guns, females, males, teenagers, adults. They are no dummies. And again, a great sense of patriotism, uh, uh, just courageous, uh, great-looking people, by the way, too. I will ask you this on the way out, though. You know, you talk about Mayorkas and the border and all these issues with Biden. Do you Mm -hmm. believe that the border should be the number one issue for Trump come November? Oh, my God. All he needs to do is, is just reverse everything that Joe Biden changed that he had in place. Remain in Mexico, build the wall. Uh, and, you know, I think there's got to be a, a deportation of the criminals, okay, but at the very least. I mean, I keep hearing about one of the guys apparently in this New York assault was supported twice. It keeps coming back. There was a uh, rape of a child a couple weeks ago yeah, where the guy's yeah. been deported four times. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what is the point? We're no longer a sovereign nation. That we're nothing more than a globalist landing spot with benefits for any anybody who wants to come here. I don't think they're taking DNA of the children. I don't think we know. We have no idea who's coming in. And we're not stopping it. You talk to any sheriff on the border. You talk to anyone who lives in these in the southern states that's had to deal with this for the last few years. If Trump doesn't come in, it's over. It's over. Yeah. yeah. I agree, but I think he will come in. At any rate, you're beautiful. I love you. Another great appearance, and I'm glad you're out with me when I'm in Jerusalem so you get the feel of what's going on here because I know how much you love this country and how great you are. So thank you, Janine. I do. Love you. Take care of yourself. I love you, too. Thank Uh, you. There she is, the great judge, Janine Pirro, the star on The Five every weekday afternoon, 5 p.m. on Fox News, and, of course, 11 a.m. after Rudy and Maria every Sunday morning right here on WABC.